0: That whole thing feels like the roots of where it all began and where I love to start learning to cook.
1: Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. Dave in Fatterday Omaha here, and this week it's Food Recognized Food Conversation, where we talk with professionals in the food industry about what's going on with their business and where they like to eat as well as the food memories that they treasure. Our conversation today is with Matt Frampton, the owner of Urban Slicer. We're about to talk about some of Matt's favorite pizzas across the country, local spots to dine at, and a box that may have sparked his love of pizza, as well as a few recommendations on preparing Pinnacle Pizza on your premises. Let's go <clears throat> everybody comfy we have we have beverages I'm good okay I am good Welcome everybody to Saturday Omaha's food recognized food. I am very fortunate to be sitting in the I, I will say the pizza domain of urban slicer owner matt frampton matt frampton how are you sir i'm doing very well thank you for having me how are you today i'm doing real good i'm doing real good uh it was kind of fun because on the on the way down here to the uh, the pizza lair if you will um and i know that out back you also have an area where you're teaching things like that but i have seen Pizza peels. I have seen barbecue action happening like uh food is happening in this house. Um and it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty
0: yeah, cool. So. yeah, the whole spot the whole basement here, the backyard we kind of use as a test kitchen. Um, but definitely very, lots of pizza stuff, lots of barbecue stuff. Been doing it for a while. That's awesome. That's yep.
1: awesome. Well, cool. Well, so on, uh, on food recognized food, we want to talk to people in the food industry and in all aspects of the food industry about what's going on with their business or their restaurant or whatever as well as places that they like to eat. Um, and in this case, Urban Slicer, of course, specializes in pizza and pizza-related products. Um, so let's, let's kind of start there. Tell me what's going on with Urban Slicer. What's exciting and what, you know, what are you proud of? What are you doing? Give it to me.
0: Yep. Sounds good, man. So Urban Slicer Pizza Works, it's been something that we've been working on for four or five years, my wife and I and a couple of partners. And we launched in June last year. And we started with just three just add water pizza dough mixes, three okay. different blends. Yeah. And then about six months later, we added a sauce. And then on our one year anniversary this year, we added two seasonings, which we call pizza mojo. Ooh, nice. And, uh, it's mostly, um, intended for retail use. So it's, it's carried in specialty shops, grocery stores. Uh, But we are working with some restaurants and and getting into the food service side. Oh, wow. Okay. So that ties really nicely together with some of the things I know we'll uh, probably talk about today. Um, But it's been an exciting year. If you include... The U.S., Canada, Germany, and Australia, we're in almost 500 stores. Oh,
1: my goodness. And across multiple continents. Across, <laughs>
0: yeah, multiple continents. We have multilingual or uh, bilingual packaging. Wow. Specifically in Canada, they want the French language wow. on there. Sure, sure. So um, so we got that made up, and uh, the, the spread across North America has been pretty pretty cool and exciting. And that's awesome. So a lot of pinch me moments along the way, for sure. It's happened very quickly.
1: Yeah. I mean, what was that like when you're like, oh, we're, we're out of the U S and and now we're like everywhere that had to be pretty surreal there.
0: Yeah, it was, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, we've just been learning as we go, trying to be really smart about it, not grow too quickly. Yeah. And, uh, it's been a, a you know, a, a cash supply balance and all kinds of interesting challenges when you start up a new company like this, but uh, very, very exciting. We we ran out of our first run um, in about a month wow. last year. We had expected we'd have inventory for maybe six to eight months at least, and so... Um, it's just kind of continued on that,
1: along that trajectory. That's wild. That's wild. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So I was actually picking up, uh, some Rakes Beef out at, uh, Helping You Barbecue, um, and also some Central Nebraska Buffalo that they have out there, but I'm pretty darn sure that Urban Slicer is also available at Helping You Barbecue. Is this true?
0: It, it is. In fact, it's, you can buy it at Helping You Barbecue and Rakes Beef. Oh, nice. Uh, they sell it there. We've, okay. We've got a pretty good coverage in Omaha now. Um Tailgating Envy, uh, which is a motorsports store in Gretna. Okay. And Chili Dogs Foods of Fire out in Blair. I don't know if you've talked to those guys. They're super no, cool. No, I haven't. They make like a, a spicy jam. Uh really cool story up there. Awesome. Um made in Omaha. And uh fairway and Shields are carrying our stuff
1: too, so that's excellent, that's excellent yeah. so um so listeners, you can't see this because this is audio um but uh, Matt was kind enough to bring a a tray over here, and the tray has several tasting spoons, and I have been smelling delicious pizza sauce. Uh Wafting over here towards the microphone, so I wish i we had like I, it wouldn't even be smell a vision smell of audio anyway um but uh, it smells delicious so so matt i I think you said I should go ahead and try this. Should we do a live a live tasting here? I, of this I don't off? see
0: why not, man. okay, so well, yeah, give it a shot there's a spoon in there all right. so our sauce is made, no sugar added, it's all california tomatoes there's there's a fair amount of sweetness sweetness, but it's robust and thick, meant to hold up under. Mm. Any cooking condition. Mm-hmm. So we sell three different uh, types of pizza dough mix, Neapolitan style, a grilling dough, and a deep dish, which is like a pan pizza. Yeah. And so it's intended to be balanced and, and work for all of those
1: styles. It's got a lot of pop flavor, some cheese in it. It does, and a little, little bit of back-end heat coming on there, but nothing like super spicy. But just to let you know that it's alive— and uh, wow, I bet that's really awesome. So I didn't I know you had the the crusts and I've seen different, you know, different preparations. Your Instagram is a really fun follow, by the way. Thank you. Um, so check out those pizza crusts there. But I, I did not know that you had uh, sauces. And then we've also got some uh, we've got the 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 mojo, which is a newer thing to Urban Slicer. Right. Yep. So, OK. Yep. All right. So we've got uh, a red a red pizza mojo, a sublime seasoning, and a white pizza mojo. What is the difference between the two?
0: So the goal or the intention is to sort of mimic or replicate the Parmesan and crushed red pepper shaker that you have oh, at your table okay, with some added bonus flavor. So Ooh. the white is a garlicky, buttery, herby, sort of parm-based, Yeah, great on steaks, veggies, popcorn, bre- eggs, the red is intended to have that pop, a little more spicy. Yeah. Um, my son calls it powdered pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the restaurants we're talking to, it's an, actually an 18-location uh, chain. They're going to put those on every table instead of the parm and crushed red pepper. Oh, my goodness. And uh, so a lot of people are using the red mojo on Bloody Marys or in Bloody Marys. Yeah. And and digging it. Um, you can make sausage with it or make your own sauce. It's just a. It actually started as my base sauce blend, and then I altered it okay. a little
1: bit to be a little more versatile. That's awesome. That is too yeah. fun. So, uh, on and on the front, I I I'm hoping that that is indeed a a visage of you, Matt Frampton, <laughs> on the front of the Urban Slicer there, uh, holding up a wonderful pizza flag, uh, blowing in the wind. So.
0: That, that is how it turned out. Yes, <laughs> uh, thanks to my wife and our genius marketing friends that helped out, and uh, one of dope. our partners. Yeah, I think the original take on it was. Somewhat of a joke, but then we uh, modified it, and uh, people really love it. So
1: yeah, he he looks like he's ready to do some pizza. He's got a yeah, pizza cutter in pizza. hand and, and making it happen. So now you also offer cl- like pizza cooking classes and things too, right? Yeah. So
0: I've been teaching classes for about six years, mm-hmm. uh, barbecue and pizza specifically. I'm very focused on pizza at this point because that's our business. Sure. Um, I don't do a ton of classes, but when we do them, they sell out uh, quite a bit. Uh, I'll either do classes in store at a place like Helping You Barbecue. We just had one there back in July, Uh, and I also offer some private classes uh, here at my house in my backyard. I've got an outdoor kitchen. We set up some tables, and I've done some like team building stuff for corporations. Oh, cool! um, Just families that wanted to get together. You know, during the pandemic, actually, was a lot of demand for it. Um, Sure, families wanting to get out of the house but wanting something a little more. I don't know. I guess safer than going into a business or something yeah, like that. A
1: little more air circulation, or more private, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Private
0: outside, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's been been pretty cool.
1: That's that is that is wonderful. Very very cool. So what um, is, what is the best way? So we talked about some retail locations where you can you can find your products. So um, if they want to find you online, where's the best place to uh, to find you?
0: Uh, website is urbanslicerpizza.com. dot com. I'm on. All the social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. It's at Urban Slicer. Nice. Um, I can be reached in, on email, matt at One of the things I pride myself on, as long as I can anyway, is is answering questions within about a 24-hour period. We get a lot of them. Nice. Um, so I spend my evenings responding to all those things because we, we don't want to dump a product in people's lap without the knowledge set to use it properly. Sure. And pizza making is a bit of a a learned art. And so I try to help people along as best I can uh, remotely, and if they need to, they can come take a class too.
1: That's awesome. The the yeah. urban slice, urban slicer SLA, the service level agreement for yeah, for there urban you slicer. go. That's, yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, um, let's get into some food, um, some restaurants where you like to eat, and we'll come back around too. And uh, you know, if you think of anything along the way that you want to tell the people about, we'll we'll have some time there for that as well. So, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So I I was hoping here that we could start with uh, some you know, local Omaha Lincoln type area places um, where you like to eat and, uh, you know, let me know kind of what you might recommend to get there and, and why. What's uh, what's some tasty stuff that uh, Matt Frampton likes?
0: Yeah, sounds good. I'm I'm definitely a foodie. I've been cooking competitively for 16 years and that's kind of how this all got started um, in the Omaha area. I wrote. I took some notes down here. Excellent. Oh, well prepared. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of thought I'd do like a non pizza thing, and then everyone always asks what my favorite pizza is, and so we'll maybe just separate the pizza for the time being.
1: You you got it. All right. Cool. Sounds great.
0: Um, So uh, I'm sure you've been to all or most of these, but um, if I go back to my roots in the barbecue space, uh, it's it's a common decision that a lot of people make, if especially if you're out on the Omaha Food Lovers group, but Porky Butts is my choice for barbecue. Yeah. Um, I and I've I've known Blaine for a long time, but it's not just because I've known him. He uh, truly brings world championship barbecue to the restaurant, and there are lots of other honorable mention spots. But uh, if I had to pick my favorite in town, it's it's Porky, Porky Butts. Butts. Nice. And in fact, if we were talking nationwide, I would choose Porky Butts. I've wow. eaten. Wow. I've eaten at a lot of different spots, and I think he does it as consistently as as anyone. Nice. Bad days in barbecue always happen. It's sure. a really tough one to do, but um, so that'd be my my take for Porky Butts. Have you been there?
1: Oh yes, I have. So so, but I gotta ask what's your what's your go to? I mean, is it just the whole menu, or is there something somebody's popping in there? What what is it? What's I, the item? I,
0: I do like to ask people what they prefer because um, you know some people are passionate about brisket and ribs, and some people just don't like brisket or ribs. My go to is is turkey. I think his smoked turkey is maybe the best barbecued meat I've ever had. Wow. I can't replicate it. I don't know what he does to it, (laughs) but it is the hands-down best poultry I've ever had. Um, wow, so his smoked turkey is off the charts, good, yeah, and uh, and then his burn ends, I think, are solid. And then the sides, I like, and then and then his specials, you know, trying those when they come out,
1: yeah, because he's he's got like the Blaine burger, yeah, and he's I've seen him do like tacos, and Mm -hmm. and uh, right after uh, maybe a month or so after he opened, then he switched to he's doing what the Snake River Farms, uh, beef so yep. uh meats and so he you know he's really stepping up and bringing some some pretty amazing things and yeah. i always see him out he's a hard-working guy because i always see that he's like competing running the restaurant doing all this stuff his energy level is just like ridiculous and then i don't know how he finds time to to eat too but uh, i sure know he and, and he's yeah.
0: i mean he very much runs that restaurant you know he's yeah. not like somewhere it's his his restaurant but he's not there he, He's there all the time. You're right. He's a hard-working dude.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. All right. Perfect. So there's some barbecue. I I see some other options on that list. Yeah, what else got, you got there? Got
0: a couple others. Um, probably the most nostalgic restaurant in Omaha to me and Maybe my overall favorite is La Sola Mio. Sure. Had my, uh, my wife and I are going to have our 16th wedding anniversary this year. Oh, congratulations. We had a rehearsal dinner there. Nice. Um, so we've been going there a long time. Uh, some of our earliest dates were there. But yeah. that place, you know, I got to go with uh, Maria's Best, where you get a little bit of um, everything. And yeah. it's the lasagna, the Alfredo, fettuccine Alfredo, and their chicken parm. Um, but I, I love La Sola Mio. everything about it, the atmosphere, the, the cheap table wine, you know, yep. give me, give me some of that. And, uh, I just, I just love going there. I think it's an awesome spot.
1: I agree. And you know, one of my favorite things to do, even if you're not dining in, but if you're just going to do a meal at home is you swing by and you go in that back door where you do the takeout and you get a bag out of their bread and they'll give you like a pint of that tomato basil or oh, garlic you just man. take that home for an appetizer i mean that's just delicious it, it's it, so good
0: it is so delicious yeah. and i know they've um gotten a little pushback for charging uh for it recently but it's worth it, man. It and, is I mean, absolutely worth yeah, it. Yeah, we used to go in there and get full on that and then take our meal home. Oh, nice. <laughs> Have some wine and
1: yeah. some bread. Well, and yeah. a fun, uh, fun spot, too, because it's really tucked in the middle of a neighborhood kind of, you know. It's, it is. It's, you know, people wouldn't know it's there unless you go buy it or yep. somebody tells you about it. And so. Don
0: and Marie are almost always there hanging out, especially on the weekends. So you get to see the owners still and
1: yeah, they come correct with it for sure. For sure. For sure. What are their local spots are on the list?
0: Yeah, I have um so if we're going just bar food, I have the boneless wings at the Good Life. Okay, that's my favorite just stop in, grab a a beer and a meal. I think their boneless wings are amazing. They're um they're like a half of a chicken breast. They're huge. Oh my gosh. And uh, if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, very,
1: very good. Yeah, I haven't, and that sounds because when you said boneless wings, I'm kind of thinking like those little nugget things, but this sounds and like saucy this is nugs, right? The saucy nugs, right? This <laughs> sounds like a whole different uh, animal there, so to speak. So
0: yeah, no, they they do a really good job. Um, El Alambre.
1: Yeah, I haven't got a chance to go there yet. So they've got like two spots, right? They've got one down South Omaha, Mm -hmm. and then we're a little farther out west tonight, and they have one on like 168th. Right down the street?
0: Yeah, it's uh, just about two miles from here. Nice. 168th and Harrison area, and uh, I think the old Marcos, uh, which has just moved next door. Yeah. But their Steak Tacos. Out of, the wor- out of this world. Nice. My, my favorite taco in Omaha. Wow. They're good.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good little uh, area right there, too, because let's see. Uh, I think, um, was it uh, Green Beans is down there? The, the, the coffee shop that's down there? Down in South O? Uh, no, uh, uh, out, out here in 168th, because then you've got Cheeseburgers just moved out here kind of recently, too, right? So, I don't
0: know. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. I'm making a note.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, so Cheeseburgers is over in uh, Blackstone, but they opened up a second location, and I'm pretty darn sure it's out here on 168th and then um we used to be big fans of pudgy's pizza when they were out yeah um he was so awesome man man, pudgy was awesome and uh you know and then unfortunately you know things things Mm kind of close down there which is which is unfortunate but uh yeah so all right cool i like it in the steak tacos so steak um, tacos
0: one more local call out i just because i've had i've been there three times and all three trips exceeded my expectations and they sort of changed it up during the pandemic and offered only a tasting menu, but au courant.
1: Sure. sure. And uh,
0: I know a lot of people love it, but if you have uh, a ride or you're taking an Uber, add the wine tasting menu to go with it. Okay. And I mean, it, there are meals like this I've had. My my day job has had me all over the country traveling for a long period of time. So yeah. meals like this in a city like Chicago or New York are five $600. Yeah. You can walk out of there with the wine tasting, uh, you know, under 200 bucks. Nice. And it, it's the finest chef's quality food I think uh, I've had in Omaha. And so
1: shout out to them for sure. That's awesome. And, and kind of a hidden gem there too. And, yeah. And Benson, you know, just, you mm-hmm. know, it's not downtown. It's just it's sitting there. Although I got to say, Benson has a lot of really good options over Benson there. Benson has so. a lot of good Seriously. options. I've got
0: one spot from my pizza category that's in benson's oh
1: hello okay all right all right Pizza. well i guess that means it's time for a matt frampton pizza recommendation you are are you a wood pizza peel guy i'm assuming or do you have a preference or does it matter both. both so okay. um,
0: i strongly recommend wood when you're starting out especially it's uh-huh. more forgiving the pizza will slide off easier because it absorbs some of the water yeah whereas the metal doesn't absorb water and it can stick so if the pizza sticks and you go to launch it onto a stone or in an oven yeah you may end up with calzone instead of pizza because <laughs> it it'll flip holds. over <laughs> right yeah exactly um so i like having both uh, i think both tools are important When I'm doing Neapolitan style, I want to get a lot of the flour or semolina that I use to stretch off the bottom. So I use a slotted metal peel for that. Oh, okay. But um, uh, most every other time I'm launching a pizza, especially if uh, I'm teaching someone, Mm -hmm. always start with wood. Always start with wood. Yeah. And then the wood can burn when you're going to get it off. So I like having a metal peel to manage once it's cooking.
1: Oh, it makes sense. Okay. So yeah. you've got uh, one for launch and then one for, for so You don't catch your pizza peel on fire. Yep, so that's okay. right. That's, that's, yep. a, that's a good call. This has been a Matt Frampton pizza recommendation. Okay. So I'm going to move to my pizza spots. Let's do it.
0: And I will never, if you ask me what my favorite movie is, my favorite song or band, I have an incredibly hard time. I'm very fickle when it comes to that. <laughs> I just like variety in my life. So yeah. the same holds true with pizza Um, My number one favorite is going to be the straight pepperoni with ricotta dollops and pepadew peppers from Virtuoso and Benson. Mm, mm -hmm. I just love the way he does the New York style there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm biased, but he and I are the only two graduates from the International School of Pizza that live in Nebraska, and uh, I just, I know... How he does his work and everything there, he he's just does it exactly the way it should be done. It's true to the roots. He respects the craft very much, and so
1: for that, I give that my nod. And and another Lasole, so good, another good, Lasole. Uh... <laughs> I know,
0: and that's just that's just ironic. Now, you know? now, but do that's... you do you hot honey your pizza ever when you're
1: at Virtuoso?
0: Um, I, oh yeah, definitely. Nice. When I'm at home, I like to add the peppers for the heat and honey separate. Yeah. Um, that's just my preference, but the hot
1: honey is really good. It's so good. (laughs) He, and I think it was the first time I stopped in there. Um, and, uh, I had the, uh, I think it was actually on special that day. It was like a triple pepperoni with hot honey or something like that. Oh yeah. It's just to die for. It's so good, and the um, the uh, the Chicago, the Italian hot beef sandwiches that he oh, does there goodness. too, so good, doing good stuff. And I I think they're back, open up again for dine in because he's got that really cool, um, you know, window walk up window thing, kind of New York style, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, then going in, and every once in a while, I see him riding a Schwinn bicycle like down Maple Street. That's yeah. kind of fun too because yeah, he some likes of to it. bike. So, uh, yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> awesome
0: yep so um but very close uh, it, uh different styles, my favorite family or pub style is the varsity, oh, sure, make the tommy girl, that's one of my favorite pizzas in omaha um neapolitan wise this is very difficult for me because mm. uh i I think it's it comes down to three spots um you've got Dante, of course <clears throat> you've got pit well four spots, Dante pitch. Via Farina and Noli. Yeah. And, uh, my preference, I give Noli the nod. They're uh, delicious. Yeah. From the Neapolitan side. They're so good. I love their oven. Um, I like that they make it a little more crispy
1: they do. than mm-hmm. the standard
0: Neapolitan. Um, I know that's not necessarily true to the style having studied it, but, uh, I just think they, they pull it off
1: really, really well. I love Noli's. That's awesome. With their, uh, perfectly pH balanced <laughs> New York water. Uh, yeah, that, exactly. that they use. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, all, all of those are good spots i i'm a big via farina fan just because that that sourdough chew that chef john ray and those guys got going down there just i don't know what it is man i'm just addicted to that stuff i can uh, i can eat that those are all good choices if
0: you go upstairs and ask my wife she'll probably choose via farina nice. and and we probably <laughs> go back and forth on it um so, yeah, not, both great choices. Yeah. It's awesome to have options here in Omaha.
1: Absolutely. And so many good ones. And, I mean, I mean, pizza, I, the whole, you know, culinary scene has really opened up in the last five or ten years. But the the pizza choices around here now, you know, you can actually get Detroit style now at Backlot, mm-hmm. um, several different New York spots and, and, you know, the different Neapolitan style uh, pizzas. So many good things. And, uh, you know, it's like I think it, it's pretty possible that. All pizzas are good, and then maybe some are either better than others based upon personal taste. I think that's I an mean, excellent you know. way to look at it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's very very little bad pizza out there in it, this world. Really, really, mm-hmm. it's so true, and it just depends on what you want. Because you know, uh, you know, you mentioned varsity. Um, I mean, you got to get that mozzarella cheese bread when you're there. Oh my gosh, it's the crack so bread? Good. Yes. I know. Yes. It's and, so good. And there's, there's sauce. I, I don't know. It, it's a very, I guess, smoky sauce, maybe. It's got a really deep flavor to it and acidic. Yeah, Very acidic. And, yeah, and mm. then you you know you go to like a Via or a Dante that's going to be a little bit more of a fresh crushed tomato type style, mm. and so it just depends on what you want. Do you want something brighter, you know, or like with back, back lot with that Detroit style, you know? Do you just want to like death by bread and cheese, you right. know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> with
0: a little bit of sauce ladled <laughs> with, on top? Yes, right? Yeah. yes,
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, any more local spots that we want to include, or should we open it up to the nationals and internationals? Well, so?
0: we can, we can open it up i think i that's my uh list for local people that i brought with me
1: nice yeah so
0: um just a few places i want to call out and i'm going to stick to the pizza theme because that's kind of what i've hunted the last several years yes and i have three that i think stand out significantly amongst the crowd and the first is in san francisco it's tony's pizza Napolitana. Which is just short for Neapolitan, or a different way to say Neapolitan pizza. Yeah, Tony's is actually where I took the uh, international school of pizza course. I was out there for six, seven days. Yeah, and half of our days were spent learning, and then the other half running his restaurant. But oh, cool! To my knowledge, he's the only pizzeria in the country that serves every style. Really? So he's oh, got wow. cracker thin. He's got Neapolitan. He's got New York classic Italian, Detroit, Chicago deep, Chicago thin, wow, coal fired. And um, you can sit down at a table and you can order one of each. (laughs) He's got an employee. His only job is to tell the ovens when to fire. So those different styles require different temperature and time, but they want it all to come out at once. Oh, my goodness. And so this guy will say, hey, ticket 142, fire the Detroit. And then, you know, that's a 15 to 18 minute bake. Yeah. Whereas Neapolitan's 80 seconds. So (laughs) it's towards the tail end of that. He'll go to the Neapolitan. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I think that place uh, not only um, operationally is it super impressive, but quality of product is probably the best pizza in in the country, if not the world.
1: That's incredible. Well, and I mean, what? what an experience that has to be just even i bet even if you sat there and didn't order anything and just watched what was happening it would be impressive just to have all those different styles come out and he's also teaching those classes and and all of that stuff yeah. too that's that's incredible yeah
0: it's super cool so if you're ever in san francisco that's a must stop place in my yeah. opinion um in dallas there's a place called carne Rosso and they're a neapolitan style uh, pizza place and i think they make the best Neapolitan pizza in the country. Wow. Um, I I do love our local spots, but man, they do a great job. And especially when you consider the volume they're pumping out. Yeah. And they have multiple locations. So very impressive there. And then in Kansas City, I uh, I know there are a lot of passionate spots around there, but Martin City Brewing is my favorite pizza Ooh, okay. in Kansas City. Have you ever been there? I have not. It's really cool. But it's I it's like a the great I spot. They always have music. I'm kind of factoring in ambiance and everything else Absolutely. to go here with the, with it, but uh, their pizzas right up there with the best I've ever had too. So,
1: what's a, What style do they serve there?
0: I would call it a classic Italian. I think they um, may label it as a Neapolitan style, but it's, a, it's more like Noli where it's a little crispier, um, stands up better. I'm. Uh, I, I haven't never had. I've never had it delivered, but I imagine it would deliver well. Yeah. Whereas like a true Neapolitan is the worst pizza for delivery because it gets soggy by the time you see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, they're they're an Italian Neapolitan ish
1: style pizza. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. So those and are my three spots. That's great. And and close to Omaha, too. So, you know, one of those you can make it to in three hours and probably get some barbecue while you're down there, too. Uh, so.
0: Plenty of barbecue in Kansas City. <laughs> all right.
1: All right. So I'll lean on you a little bit because I know you have some some barbecue history here, too. So if you're in KC, yep. do you have a barbecue destination that you make sure you make it to?
0: Man, I I love. Uh, so I've been to all the spots, right? It's for nostalgic reasons, the Arthur Bryant's. And,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorite's Q39. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool.
0: That's that's my favorite. And I, if someone's asking me, you know, what's the one place to go? I've never been there. That's what I recommend. I think they do a great job, much like Blaine at Porky Butts. Yeah. Um, But you've got a lot of options there. It really depends what you're after. You know, Joe's Kansas City is as legendary as any spot. Arthur Bryant's is as legendary as any, any restaurant in the entire country. Sure. So those are... I would also consider those must-see places if you've never seen them. You almost need to do a tour when you're in Kansas City.
1: I I think so. And, yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, a billion hole-in-the-wall places that, uh, you know, you can find and whatnot. Oh,
0: yeah. It's like the Lollapalooza barbecue. (laughs) Oh,
1: exactly. 37 options. Right? Well, and then, you know, it's like Arthur Bryan's sauce is so different from, you know, like Jack Stack or, or Gates or, you know, they're just completely different places they are so
0: you know oh fantastic they both have different strengths or they all have different strengths
1: yeah for sure pizza well i guess that means it's time for a matt frampton pizza recommendation my favorite Mott's without
0: question is made by a company called grande okay And it's um, you can buy it blocked or you can buy it pre-shredded. Yeah, it's also a food service item. It's uh, you cannot find it retail, but there are people like me or maybe David at Virtuoso who would hook you up with a little bit if you want. Yeah, yeah, and um, there is no doubt it's the best cheese in the world. There may be cheaper cheeses, um, and when I talk to restaurants because I do some consulting on the side too, I may tell them. Okay, someone can tell you they have a cheaper cheese, but if someone if uh if US Foods or a Cisco walks in here and tells you they have a better cheese than Grande, they're <laughs> lying immediately. And uh, and the proof is in how they do everything. They all of their cows get visited weekly by a veteran a veterinarian. Oh my goodness. And it's just a well run operation. The quality control is unbelievable. Um. And in fact, I have some grande here. I'll let you try it before you go. Ooh, it's wow. it's I'll, so. I'll good. take you up on that. Um. But if you're gonna buy a pre-shredded cheese, the only thing you want to watch out for is anti-caking agents.
1: Oh yeah, because they put like potato starch and other things in some or, of those. Right. Or cellulose,
0: which is essentially wood pulp. Oh, good. So <laughs> when your cheese burns, it's that burning. It's not oh. the cheese itself. And then when you're making pizza, a higher fat cheese gives you that stretchy cheese pull thing. And yeah. anytime you go lower fat cheese, you're going to end up with plastic once it cools. Yeah. Um, and that's fine if you're calorie cutting or something like that. But uh, definitely lower quality in terms of uh, what the pizza should, should look and
1: act like. This has been a Matt Frampton Pizza Recommendation so we we've talked about some local spots we've talked about some national spots and i I love the fact that uh you brought some you know pizza specific recommendations and kind of tuned it in here a little bit so that that's very cool yeah. so I wanted to talk to you a little bit of too about about food memories so um you know things in your life that uh really have made a lasting impression uh you know on you um you know, I usually give the example of my, my grandmother's cinnamon rolls. So, uh, my grandmother's little town of Kansas would bake cinnamon rolls. I play dominoes with my grandfather and, you know, I can, I can still taste them. And, you know, that's just one of those things that I've always, you know, carried with me. Um, or, you know, even at a bowling alley when I was a kid and used to have a dollar in my pocket and I could get an order of fresh crinkle cut fries and they just, you know, that was your own money and just made you happy and they're hot and fresh and the ketchup was cold and, you know, might as well have been filet mignon. You know, um, so, um, yeah, so I, I kind of wanted to see, you know, some things in, in your life that, uh, you know, really, um, you know, have that you've brought forward with you and, uh, you know, that, uh, that means something to you.
0: Yeah, this is, this is a, a very good question. So I have, uh, I have a few, I think I could share. Please. Um, so my, my grandma, she's, her last name's Veriger and it's my, my mom's side of the family. Uh, fish. She's hundred percent Czech. Yeah. And then my grandfather's a hundred percent German. Um, very, uh, the, when the immigrants came, they, they brought, um, you know, everything with them to central Nebraska, migrated then to over to Omaha and lived a lot in South Omaha.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, but my grandmother makes a kraut and dumplings mm-hmm. that I just, it's not like anything I've ever had anywhere. It's very, um, Oh, the word I'm looking for, it's, it's very filling. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's very comforting. Sure. It's basically like uh baseball size lumps of bread. Oh yeah. You know, they're very big, they're very dense and the gravy that she makes with them, I can't even explain or replicate. <laughs> um, she's, uh, I just hung out with her actually. She's uh, going to be 89 years old and, oh, that's awesome. um, has sworn to share the rest recipe with me. Uh, as soon as she can. So we're going to have a dumpling cooking day and I literally just talked about this with her the other uh, oh, last weekend. So that's great. Excited about that. Um my other grandmother, and my grandma Frampton. This is uh this uh isn't as uh authentic or natural to the or, or a uh, homemade recipe but the Chef Boyer D pizza kits. Yeah. We used to make them
1: over there. Yeah, like everything was like in a single box, right? Yeah, yeah. man. And it was like you, just,
0: you put some water and it had the sauce in a packet and then the cheese was like Parmesan cheese. It was warm in the bag. It was shelf stable and all this. And, uh, you know, after Urban Slicers gotten up and going and I w- was working on this company, I just, that whole thing feels like the roots of oh. where it all began and where I love to start learning to cook myself. Yeah. Um, cause that's really the first thing that I ever cooked. If, uh, if, unless I'm forgetting something else, I'm pretty sure that was it. Well, so.
1: and that's, that's awesome because that, I mean, I mean, obviously a great tie-in, but you know, I think that helps when, you know, kids get the chance to get their hands a little dirty in the kitchen. And I mean, I, especially as a kid, I think it always tastes better when you make it yourself anyway. Um, it does.
0: Yeah. You know. And it's a great family activity, getting yeah. people together and. I mean, it's part of our, our mission at Urban Slicer too is to have everyone be able to do it. It's supposed to be easy. So, yeah, um, definitely a, a root and a, and a, and a, a nostalgic memory for me. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and then restaurant wise, uh, we used to go hang out on the deck at Surfside yeah. as kids. And, um, I know it's been through its challenges the last few years for many reasons, flooding and otherwise. Sure. But, uh, I mean, I, that, that, uh, that place has um, – I have a lot of memories at that place with all of my family. We would bring – I have a very large family, and uh, we would hang out there and um, almost have a family reunion or a gathering there. So super cool spot.
1: That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, any any other family spots as, as a kid that uh you guys would typically go to? Just any any weekly places that are, you know, maybe not around anymore?
0: Um we did a lot of cooking, but um a lot of Sundays we would be at the Valentinos buffet as kids, yeah. which
1: is I think that's just gone now, right? Is there a buffet I, anywhere? I don't think so cuz they had the the Grand Italian buffet on was 108th and L-ish and then the one over there off the uh interstate there on Maple and I I don't think so.
0: Yeah, they're I think those gone. are gone and then um The, uh, are you from Omaha?
1: I am born and raised. Yes, sir.
0: So out here in Millard, there was a Philadelphia bar and grill a long time ago that Addie's um, eventually purchased. Yeah. And we would go there for after baseball games and um, hang out there. Godfathers too. Yeah. You know, after baseball games and playing sports. But uh no, I, I think the, the surf side and, and vowels are probably the two spots that I remember most as a kid, for sure.
1: That's awesome. Now, now so you mentioned Millard. So were you a Millard Express guy? Did you do burger and fries down there? Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Millard Express, I think before that it was Burger Detour. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've eaten it all. I missed that spot. Uh. That's a great call. <laughs> their fries could have been done a little more, Uh huh. Um, but their burgers were out of this world. Yeah, yeah. And they had, if I remember right, they had like a really fine shredded lettuce on them and they'd slather them with mayo. And I mean, if you ordered it that way, um, yeah, that place was great. Now it's a, uh, Gosh, it's not even a restaurant. No. I don't
1: think it's anything anymore. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, you know, wasn't like I don't know, like a double burger was a double cheeseburger is probably like three or four dollars or something oh, maybe crazy like that. For the meal, yeah, yeah, it was right? like
0: three ninety nine or something. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I wish they were still around. And then uh, South Omaha had a uh, Burger Express. It's now a uh, De Leon's uh, over there, and that oh. was there for is real kind of similar to to Millard Express, so um, I, yeah, I
0: wonder if they were family and they had similar recipes because Burger Maybe Detour so. was
1: a lot like it, too. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and then there was a place uh, which I think is now Lena's um, it was Bebop's or Bebop. Okay, or yeah. It was like. hundred forty four yeah, fish area. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty similar. Okay, okay. So, I don't know. Maybe they're all just reincarnations of the Maybe previous so. one. Maybe
1: so. Maybe yeah, so. good call out, man. I forgot <laughs> about that spot. Well, I, I I heard Miller there, so I'm like, mmm, I want to yeah. check on them cheeseburgers. Yeah, so, definitely. Oh, that's, that's too fun. Yeah. Well, before we talk a little bit more about Urban Slicer, any anywhere, anywhere that you want to uh, name drop there um, or any place that uh, you're excited to try maybe that you haven't tried yet? Ooh, that's a good call.
0: I mean, not to, not to turn it around, but is yeah. there anything new you've heard of that you think might be worth checking out? Cause I, I feel like I have a pretty exhaustive list of spots and I've gone yeah. out and I've tried them, but admittedly I've been heads down with this business for, you know, the last year or so. Sure. Um, what, what are your, uh, listeners or, or, uh, people that you've been interviewing been telling you?
1: Yeah, so uh, Sam, my my co-host on the on the show, just uh, they went out to the Chicago Dog uh, uh, Forty Two out there in uh, Oakview. Uh, his wife is from Chicago area, and so they actually had the Vienna beef, the poppy seed bun, all those things, and so she is just super happy. Um, I have not been out there uh, yet, um, so I did have a and this is a Lincoln spot, but uh, we're gonna go down to uh, Yo Muchachos, who's actually gonna be opening up a brick and mortar in Omaha. Um, I I believe in the millwork commons area and i am excited for them to be here uh solely because of the uh hatched chili macaroni and cheese and brisket burrito
0: dude it's so good <laughs> it's, so, it's good. so good i definitely should have given nick a shout out man because yo muchachos is the
1: stuff i mean seriously This food
0: it, is amazing
1: so good and then when i was when i was down there uh so uh we were eating at uh, fly dogs actually when we were down there uh trying them out and uh we 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 got one of Nick's uh, Hatch Chili Mac Burritos to go. But while we're in there waiting for it, Nick actually popped in and he's like, oh, yeah, check this out in the menu because I haven't got a chance to eat in yet. The only time I had that burrito was during the like, you know, complete lockdown of the pandemic and did the curbside and stuff. So I want to go down and try the whole menu. Well, anyway, he's got cereal milk lattes on his menu. So I'm like, what? He's got like, it's a cinnamon toast crunch latte. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And the one that I tried, which I absolutely love because, because I have a heart for this. You're talking you know, you're talking about the chef Boyardee uh, pizza kit. Okay. Well, I, I love that stuff. I'll, I'll eat a can of chef Boyardee. It's fine. I'll admit it. Um, but, I love fruity Pebbles cereal. My and favorite. He's got a fruity pebbles cereal milk latte.
0: Oh man! And so is, my, is that your favorite cereal?
1: Um, it one, that one of them? honeycomb. Yeah, um, I, I'll eat a whole box. It's fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, this this thing it's so fun because he like he like takes the the cereal and and if we want to you know sound chefy for a second is like steeping you know the cereal in this milk and then puts it in a caffeinated you know adult espresso thing and I got mine iced because that's just kind of the way I like it. Yeah, and uh, that that was super good. That's genius. Um, yeah, really good. Pizza. Well, I guess that means it's time for a Matt Frampton pizza recommendation. So if you're around the Omaha area, do you have a favorite pepperoni that you go to? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but I'm just going to ask, just no, in case you have one.
0: No problem. Uh, if you have access to food service, uh-huh. uh, my favorite is Rosa Grande pepperoni. It's a, someone who did it. Um, they were their own company. Hormel owns them now, but they haven't changed a thing. Nice. If you are retail, get the Hormel Cup and Crisp pepperoni it's the only one that i'm aware of on the shelves in a retail environment that does the whole pepperoni cup thing where the grease gets in there and i mean that
1: just gets so crispy oh oh, man yeah Yeah.
0: but um yeah those those would be my two favorites i know um virtuoso uses the rosa grande stuff uh so when you go get that triple pepperoni that's what's on there man it's so good
1: this has been a matt frampton pizza recommendation my other co-host TJ, we've been over to Lalibela, the Ethiopian spot. Um, Sam has not been there yet. I really want to get all three of us down there. It's so delicious. Um, if you, if you haven't been, yeah, um,
0: that's a great suggestion. That's go something check totally it out.
1: different too. It's totally different. Um, get the, uh, I think it's just called the, the combo. And so you get a little bit of everything they offer from stews to veggies. And it's so fun because it's served on, uh, injera bread. It's a, it's a, uh, Made from teff. uh, So Mm. it's kind of like a sourdough flavor. So your plate is edible. And then you get another piece of injera to pick up your food with, and you will, I mean, you're gonna spend like 13, 14 bucks and just leave completely full. That's like, amazing. It's it's really good. So, yeah, yeah love it. Yeah, lots yeah. of good places. And then, uh, most recently, uh, barbecue wise, we just had uh, Rib Shack uh, Smokehouse this last weekend. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're, yeah, it was yeah. good. Um, they're off of, uh, you know, 108th and Q. Yeah. Um, which, uh, I, I think I we did an episode on them, and I, I coined the term barbecue row because at the, The Edge of 108th and L... You've got Tired Texan. Right. Then you've got Hogwild. Then you go farther down at Trucks and Taps. You've got Big Green Q, and then you've got Rib Shack right next to them. And of course, down the street is a smoke and barrel. Yeah. Um, and uh so yeah, they were good. We had the well, we had just about everything on the menu. Uh, yeah. the beef ribs were were quite nice though. So I'll yeah.
0: have to check that place out You're right, it is barbecue row. It really is. And Big Green Q is a great concept. It, I love that idea Yeah. too. It's
1: yeah. the the whole trucks and taps thing yep. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh they big green q. When they were in at uh, Ted and Wally's because they had a brick and mortar spot for a while, um, and they had bought the local motive. Um, uh, they're like a potato cheese round thing. Those are really tasty. But uh, sometimes they'll run the uh, uh, wagyu burnt ends, and those things are those things are real good. They're yeah. real good. so <laughs> awesome. Heck yeah, good stuff, good stuff.
0: I should mention one thing too. I guess I forgot I had on my list here. Um, there is a new brewery coming soon uh it'll be in Gretna so you'll keep your you have to keep your eyes out for it but yeah. i i think they're going to have like 26 beers on tap um but they're going to have our urban slicer oh uh it'll be another um detroit deep dish and new york style uh pizza spot that's awesome yeah hopefully in the next 4 months or so they're building out now or starting to build out and we've done all the testing and wow we've got some really cool omaha uh related menu things that uh maybe we'll have to get back together and talk about it when it, Please. When it comes Please
1: yeah. now is and, and I'm sorry I may have missed the name there yeah. what's it, what's it going to be called
0: Uh Heavy Brewing
1: Heavy Brewing okay yeah. all right
0: And uh I probably won't share much more because That's it's fair. it's their spot not mine they're they're yeah. uh, going to be a partner of ours for the pizza but uh it, it's going to be very cool very big it'll have a a lots of square footage and outdoor area for events oh. and it should be pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. Well, yeah. well, we'll Send them my way, and if they want to talk sure. about it, because yeah. I'm, I'm really curious about the the Omaha menu options too. I'm like, wait, it's like, can I can I get a Runza and like a you know onion and hamburger? Uh, You're heading the right direction. <laughs> That's too fun. Yep. Well, my my uh, my grandmother on my mom's side is German, so she would make beer rocks at home, and uh, they were. Awesome. So uh, I'm very curious to see what they're they're gonna Heck do. Yeah. Right? That's very awesome. cool. Oh, uh, one last pizza thing, I guess, since yeah. that's kind of newer, is uh, Ray's um, Wings down in Midtown mm-hmm. started doing Buffalo New York style pizza down there. Oh, really? And I had never had that style of crust before. Um, it's it's not quite a classic New York crust. It's a little thicker, um, but I really enjoyed it. It was just different than tasty um so. are they square cutting it they are not square cutting okay it. yep
0: triangle cut and yeah. then uh but yeah probably a, a quarter inch to a half inch thick or that so that sounds
1: about right yep dark outer edge? Um, mine, if I remember correctly, was was fairly blonde. It wasn't quite uh, okay. quite dark all the way on the edge. But like we're, you know, a standard New York piece, you might have the end of it. You know, you need to do the fold to eat it. Right. right? This does not need the fold. This is very different. So I'm going to go um, try
0: that for sure. Yeah.
1: Give, give that a go. I mean, obviously, yeah. an established place in Omaha for wings, but he started doing that that Buffalo style crust. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, shoot, I got to give that a go. It's very filling. It's it's very filling. Awesome. So, Love yeah. it. Yeah, awesome. Well, cool. Well, before we, we kind of work on uh you know, getting ready to to close things down here. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about? Urban Slicer? Um, open mic, all for you, sir.
0: Sounds good. No, I just I just, uh, just want to reiterate where people can find me. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously on social media. Uh we do a lot of um demo type stuff, some live events. I just uh, did a live TikTok on Green Mountain Grills Facebook page. Nice. If you have questions about what oven to use or looking to purchase something, you can always reach out to us, but we're at urban slicer or urbanslicerpizza.com slicer, com, And, um, you know, we're not just a product. We're here to, to help people along and, um, and here to answer any questions that you might have. We will have some more stores in Omaha picking us up soon. Great. Uh, we're available on Amazon if anyone, uh, that's their preferred channel to order from. Yeah. But uh no I, other than that I really appreciate the time and uh I love talking food and awesome. learned a lot here about some spots that I want to check out and uh so thanks a
1: ton. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for for opening up the uh the pizza basement here. This is fantastic. Let me try some of that mojo here since we still have tasting spoons. So let's uh, let's, uh There you go. Let's do do that there over your tray so I don't make a huge mess on the table. Little yet. white
0: mojo. A little so white that mojo. one's going to be I can uh, smell them. Parmesan, yeah. garlic, and I—I uh, I do uh, competitive steak cooks. I've got one coming this weekend. That's in our uh, my finishing butter.
1: Oh, that would be amazing! Yeah, that's really good. Yep.
0: Or you could do a cast iron uh, steak with some of that and and some butter and ladle it on there while it's cooking. Yeah. Um, oh, and I should mention too that we—it uh, won't be this year um, because of the flour that we're going to be using, and it's a, it's in a, a very big shortage right now. But by the end, or sometime next year, I would say first half of next year, we'll have a gluten free and keto oh, all in one option. Wow. Okay. So we'll have a fourth crust coming soon. Wow. And this is the first time that uh, we've ever mentioned that on any podcast hey. or anything. So
1: <laughs> exclusive here in Law. I'm
0: getting close enough now that I can say it's coming. So I'm pretty excited about that. We've had a ton of asks. Yeah. Um, for both. And I'm trying to do them all in one fell swoop. So wow. we'll see how it goes. So what's your, I mean, how long does it take to,
1: to develop these doughs? I, I'm assuming, cause you're, you're, you're a foodie you like to eat. I'm assuming you're tasting this and baking and tasting and like, what's, what's a development time frame for doing something like that?
0: Uh, it varies a little bit, but the Neapolitan took me about three years. Wow. I worked with a food scientist. Um, one of the biggest challenges to get over was the yeast in the bag. Oh, okay. Over time. And it's, it may not be a very long period of time. Yeast can die next to salt in the dry form.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. So
0: we have a yeast that is, has a very, very subtle microscopic coating around it that okay. dissolves right when the water hits it. Okay. And then the yeast can activate. Wow. That helps keep the shelf life. So this is up to 18 months on the shelf. Wow. And so that, that took a while. And then also developing. A recipe that made economic sense. Um, the first run, I wanted you know, Italian flowers, everything from Italy, and you know super certified Neapolitan, and um, it just wasn't a business. So sure. I had to procure <laughs> products from the u s, which I'm very proud of as well, and uh, we lost no quality over over it. but I'm pretty sure that I've tested every flour from every mill. That, that you can get. Oh my goodness. Um, Arden Mills, General Mill. I mean, you go through the whole list of people that do it. I've, I've probably tested it. Um, so the Neapolitan was a long pole in the tent. And then the other two, Came quickly after that because it was just variations from what we were already doing. Oh,
1: well, that's fantastic. Well, from, from what I understand, the the semolina that's grown in the U.S. is of some of the highest quality worldwide and sometimes competes with, if not, is better than some of the Italian things out there. If you're listening to this in Italy, I'm sorry, I, but uh, that's, that's what I hear anyway. So we,
0: we have semolina flour in our deep dish blend. Yeah. And I agree.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Matt, so much. And uh, there, there is one topic that I that I haven't talked about, and, and uh, I I will now, um, which is that. Uh, so on the show, and this may confuse some longtime listeners here, I am talking to Matt Frampton on Saturday, Omaha, for our restaurant reviews. We have a thing called the Frampton Scale. Um, it is not related to Matt Frampton, and in fact, uh, the character Frampton that is on the show that's actually his first name. So I needed to get that out there that uh, this is a different Frampton. Then that Frampton, this is Matt Frampton. So that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a definite Saturday, Omaha tie in uh, with, with your last name and, and our rating scale. The Frampton scales are our scale of excellence for for restaurants. So
0: now maybe when I go somewhere and I say my name and they're like, how do you spell it? Instead of saying like Peter Frampton. I can say like the Frampton scale on the Fatterday Omaha
1: show. I I love it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sounds good. Matt, thanks again so much for being on Fatterday Omaha's Food Recognized Food. We're going to sign off here and uh, I might get to try some some cheese. I love it. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Big thanks to Matt Frampton of Urban Slicer Pizza Works. So let's start in Omaha at Porky Butts at 15475 Ruggles. Le Sole Mio at 3001 South 32nd Avenue. The Good Life, many locations, but one at 1203 South 180th Street. El Alambre, two locations as well. Uh, one at 16722 Harrison Street. Uh, they may actually have a third spot now that I think about it. But anyway, that's the one that uh, Matt was talking about. Al Courant at 6064 Maple Street. And right down from that, Virtuoso Pizza at 6056 Maple Street. Varsity Roman Coin Pizza. They have a few locations as well, but I'll give you the 9735 Q Street location. Dante 16901 Wright Plaza. Pitch, they have two locations as well, but we'll give you 17808 Burke Street, Via Farina at 1108 South 10th Street, and Noli's. You can find them in the Inner Rail Food Hall or at 4001 Farnham Street. Tony's Pizza Napolitana at 1570 Stockton Street in San Francisco. Then over to Dallas for Cane Rosso, that's C-A-N-E, R-A-S-S-O. They have a few locations, but one at 2612 Commerce Street in Dallas. And then over to Kansas City for our last two recommendations from Matt Frampton. Martin City Brewing. Uh, you can find one location at 410 East 135th Street in Kansas City. And Q39, they also have a couple locations, but uh, we'll give you 1000 West 39th Street in Kansas City. And that's it here for us on this Food Recognized Food episode with Matt Frampton. And, uh, well, until we eat again, well, anyway, stay hungry. Our radio show is produced by Fatterday Omaha. And our podcast is produced by Saturday Omaha and is a Huda Media Production. You can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as email fatterdayomaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this.